we all need that. We all need that moment. We all need that something that allows us to kind of open up our eyes. Because once you're involved in what you're doing, as we said before, you know, it's, it's hard to consciously leave everything behind and make a change. So you do need a moment of clarity, which hardly ever happens in everyday life. Because as long as you are within your comfort zone and wrapped up in your sense of securities, there is no need for that. So even if you're uncomfortable, you still stick to what it is. Welcome to the Leadership Junkies podcast brought to you by Kyra the leadership development ecosystem that helps you grow your people, grow your business and grow your life. We have brought back Michaela Gralia. We had him on just a couple of days ago and he dropped so many wisdom bombs, blew both Craig and my mind so many times. We said, we cannot stop this. We're gonna keep going and just put this into a couple of episodes. If you missed the episode just earlier this week, go check it out. You don't wanna miss it. The quick background on Michaela is he is, uh, former international top model who reached a crisis point in his life that led to his contemplation of suicide, which helped him to move on in his life. And he eventually became an ultra runner, an ultra marathoner. He has achieved all sorts of records around the world. But today, as he did earlier this week, he's talking about human potential, strategies and mindsets for getting beyond our perceived limitations, beyond our comfort zones, beyond that natural resistance comes from our brains and our more natural thinking to get back to just being grounded, present, and centered so that we can truly achieve beyond what we always believed was possible. Welcome to the Leadership Junkies podcast, where we explore leadership, business, and personal growth to help you grow your business and live a richer life. We're your hosts, Jeff Dishwitz and Craig Matthews. We believe that leaders have to put their people first. And if you don't have time to grow your people, then you're not leading. Get ready for conversations that will challenge your thinking and help you transform your leadership and your business. Welcome to your bigger business and bigger life. So, so Michaela, you've come back to presence, which is yeah. great. Um, and I know so many people that we hear Think of presence as, hey, put your phone away. <laughs> you know? So let's talk about, you, you just touched on what you just described, the ultimate version of presence. Yeah. But talk about the role of presence in people achieving beyond, as you said, their human limitations and finding that human potential and beyond their limitations. You know, I think that the concept of presence and mindfulness plays a huge role because it allows you to bring the focus in the moment. My, my mantra going in, in most of my races and adventures is always right here, right now. So, and this is powerful because once you're starting to tap in uncharted territory, you're starting to, un, to tap into the unknown, let's say that. And here we can go, you know, here we can talk about the discipline of ultra running, but we can talk about, you know, the unknown of, taking on a new business, you know, doing anything, you know, on an entrepreneurial level, which puts you outside your comfort zone, let's say, you're always going to be flooded by lack of faith, uncertainty, 
you know, moments of despair, moments where you're going to start doubting yourself. So presence allow you to disconnect from all of that. And I'll give you a very simple example, tangible example within my discipline. Last year, I ran the Moab 240, 240 miles. Wow. And, and I was running with David Goggins. Um, <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, I came to a point about 190, 200 miles into the race where I started crumbling down and bringing it to the moment, bringing it to the, to the present, to, to be mindful, allow me to give the best that I could in that specific moment, instant. So one step at a time, because that's all I can control. We always tend to get wrapped up because we begin, think about this, 200 miles into the race, I'm destroyed. And I had, if I thought about how many miles I had run before, and if I started worrying that I still had 50 plus miles ahead of me, it would have destroyed my head. Yeah. But because of mindfulness, I was able, doing the best that I could, each single step to make it to the finish line. So wow. let me ask you a question. I think a lot of people may be wondering this right now, and if they're not, we're going to make them wonder. <laughs> so I've heard this many times over the last, say, 10 years, saying that someone's saying in that situation, I am present. I'm present to the fact that my body is crumbling. And that's something <laughs> they really believe, right? Yep. No, I'm, I'm present. And what I know in the present is that my body's crumbling. I have nothing left. Talk about that mental thought of presence, because that's mm -hmm. a mental thought of presence versus this inner presence you're talking about. You're thinking about it. That's, that's a part because you're thinking about, <laughs> you know, the, the, the actual presence. Yes, you're thinking about being present. But the moment that you think that you're present, you're already not present. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? Awesome. It's almost like it's almost like when you say when you catch you, catch yourself, and here I'm talking about a very easy concept that anybody can, or any runner at least, and any distance can relate to. You know, the moment you you find your runner's eye is a wonderful moment, but the moment that you realize you are you are in the runner's eye, you already lost it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So mindfulness is not about thinking that I'm here, but it's being here. I don't need to wow. think. I don't need to, to strive to do anything. I'm not striving. I'm simply being. And that's the hardest concept for our society because we're constantly wrapped in our head. We always relate to our thoughts and we always identify ourselves with our thoughts that's why i said before i couldn't disagree more with the card i don't think before because i am sorry uh i got it wrong you know what i'm saying it's not about the thoughts i think that, yeah exactly i think before i am sorry um i think our thoughts are just almost like clouds in the sky hmm. they are there it's impossible to stop them. It's, you know, you can work on a way to get around them. But if you're able to rise above the clouds, mm -hmm. the sky is always blue. So, Jeff, you may have to rethink that question. Am I present? Because <laughs> then, then you're thinking about it. <laughs> well, but the, but the reason that I use that question, because the question brings me to the present, actually. Yeah. yeah. The question brought me, it wasn't present to ask it, but it, 
it slowed me down enough gotcha. to know that I'm not and allowed me to just give me that moment to find it. It's a beginning. It's a, yeah, beginning. It's a beginning. It's a beginning. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I agree with that. You know, there's, there's fun. It's funny because like last weekend I was crewing a friend at a race and, uh, and another friend came by at the pre-race meeting and she was all like, oh yeah, it's going to be a tough race. You know, and I'm thinking, I was like, well, you don't need to think you just need to run. And everybody started cracking up, you know, it's like, well, yeah, that's as simple as that. Because the moment you start thinking, you're already holding yourself back. Yeah. So you're already thinking about this. You're already anticipating. You're already worrying. You're already, uh, you know, it's, it sets you up for failure. Let's say well, this, So basically Forrest Gump was very present. And I think he was, if you look at how he showed yeah. up. You know, I, it's, I think it's one of the greatest uh, it's one of my favorite movies, of course, yeah. you can imagine why. But, you know, I think the, the, the movie is genius yeah. because, you know, we, we always look at this guy as, a, you know, um, mentally impaired or whatever, you know, lower IQ and all of that. But because his mind wasn't in the way, oh, so good. he was able to live wholeheartedly give his best in every given situation and be successful all across the board. Everything he did, he was the best because he didn't think. He was just doing it. He was being himself. And that's what I think it's the ultimate. That's what I was talking before. You're not driven by the body. You're not driven by the mind. You're driven by something higher, something bigger. And, you know, if we want to talk on a spiritual level, once you tap into that higher self, we truly as beings are infinite. Mm -hmm. We can tap into an infinite amount of energy. When I ran the 240 mile uh, Moab, I ran for 60 hours straight and I didn't sleep a minute. Wow. And don't get me wrong. It was hard. It was challenging. It was, I had to, you have to break, you know, it's not like, at the start of the race, everybody's in Zen mode. You know, you go through those <laughs> barriers. You got to break the physical. You got to break the mental that holds you back, that restrains you, that, that resists your progression. But once you break those doors, all you have to do is manage nutrition. But ideally, the body can go, the, 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 the self can go forever. Wow. So, so Michaela, I feel like this goes to what you've said over and over about the head and resistance. Um, so I'll just share this theory with you. My theory is that human beings in their natural state, I'm sorry, natural, their culturized state, not their natural state, natural state is present, but their culturized state yep. are typically coming from a desire for safety and protection. And therefore, if my, and my mind's going to do that to me. And I think for me, it's a powerful awareness. So I can just know that, hey, if I'm really thinking this, there's probably, I'm, what, then I'll go to, what am I trying to protect here? It allows me, that's my inward, one of my inward journeys is to explore that. Because some, many times it allows me to move past it because I just acknowledged it and said, oh, yeah, okay, but I'm going to do it anyway. So Talk to what degree do you feel like that the resistance we have from our mind is about protection? I got to tell you, I think all of it, (laughs) I think all of it is resistance. 
Because in the moment that you are, you know, think about a business. You know, if you think about a business from, from a mind point of view, you think about selling a product, selling a service for an outcome, for a result, for a reward, for a reward, whether it's personal or most likely financial, right? If you look at it from a spiritual point of view, I think about it as a contribution. What can I offer to, the, to, the, to, the, to society, to better society that can eventually also bring me financial reward, but not as, as the goal, but just as a result yeah, of okay. me doing something greater. And so Good. here, it's almost like setting ourselves up not just to live a life of abundance, but to live a life of contribution. Absolutely. Not selling a product because it's going to make me rich, but it's destroying people and destroying the world, but doing it for the overall good of our existence as a whole, as a humanity, as a planet, as, as, as a whole. Yeah. So, you know, there's, it's a, you know, the, 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 the outcome could be similar, but the perspective is completely different. Hmm. That is so good. That's, that's one of the, the ways that I, I use as a, what I call a life script, but it's essentially we sell because we want to add value and the, the money takes care of itself. That's absolutely right. You know, I think that, you know, even, even from coming from my discipline and, you know, any personal endeavor, endeavor that we want to achieve, you know, if we think about the, just the final goal, why do I want to achieve it? Because it's going to make me famous. It's going to make me successful. <laughs> it's going to allow me to achieve, to do this and that. It's going to be short-lived. Yeah. Because when the going gets tough, your driving force, your why, your inspiration needs to be solid. Hmm. That's why I see, you know, I see so many people giving up on their dreams um, yeah. you know, starting a business and after a year or two, just letting it go because those situations, those, all the things that are worthwhile are going to require an outstanding amount of effort and a standing amount of self, uh, involvement, dedication, commitment, energy, time, you pouring yourself into that. Yeah. And if your drive is only to make money, that's going to be short-lived because most likely the first few years, you're, you're going to, you're going to fail. You're going to have setbacks. You're not going to make money. If anything, you're going to lose money before you're going to start seeing returns. Right. I mean, I come from business. I know a little bit of it. <laughs> and, and it translates very much to every other endeavor. You know, I had lots of friends that had dreams uh, of doing this or doing that. And after a year, two or three, not seeing results, they just gave up. Hmm. If you're truly driven by what you do, it doesn't matter the result. You still do it. And if you do it long enough, eventually you master the craft and eventually you'll be successful and money will sort itself out because you're no longer chasing it, but it's going to chase you. <laughs> Great point. So, Michaela, let me, let me ask you, throw a bit of a challenge at you. Yeah. Um, you just made a comment about if you're pursuing the money, you're probably going to fail. And... I think, I think part of the problem is that there's a lot of people who pursue money and succeed within a narrow definition. I believe there's a lot of organizations that are reaping large numbers of dollars and profits without a clear why, yeah. without a real focus on contribution. And I think 
I guess I'm curious what your thoughts are in a world where you actually can achieve some level definition of success without getting clear on a why. And there's people doing it. Well, that's that's absolutely that's absolutely um, that's absolutely right and doable. You know, I'm not saying that you cannot just chase chase money and make money because, as you said, you know, that's there's a lot of companies that do that. There's a lot of entrepreneur CEOs out there that are very much driven by profit. It's the push versus the pull. It's a push versus the pull. You know, I think that ultimately, on a personal level. Just like the example that I gave you earlier in my breaking point, when I started to have, you know, when I was in Miami, when I was in New York, I was introduced to amounts of wealth that I didn't even know were possible. Mm. You know, people with like 20, 30, $40 million houses, um, five, 10, you know, million dollar cars, car parks outside, yachts, all the money in the world no working for generations, you know, generational wealth. I'm talking about people that are, and still being miserable, yeah. still being so dissatisfied, so being like angry even with other people because yeah, you got material success, but if you don't have that, that one something, that special something that gives you meaning yeah. every morning when you wake up, you have to confront that. And it doesn't matter how much gold or glitter or stuff you got around, you're still going to be miserable. You're still going to have to face yourself at the end of the day. And that's why, you know, a lot of these people, I mean, again, I'm not talking across the board, but I'm talking about certain specific, um, you know, um, experiences that I've had with certain specific people. You know, you, you end up getting, they were ended up zonked on pills all day, drugged out alcoholics, you start spiraling down because your inner self is dying out. Mm. Your whole world is based on outside. You're completely disconnected mm. from yourself that doesn't matter how much material excess and wealth you have, you're never going to find that contentment. And this is when I understood that. I and you know, it, it came after another party, you know, that breaking point. I was at a house of one of these billionaires and, you know, we all hung out there in one, one of, you know, this mansion, like tens of rooms and stuff. The next morning, I was one of the first ones to wake up, go to the bathroom. And this guy is in tears, covered in vomit, crying, mm -hmm. so sad. And, you know, it's, and if you don't have purpose, you don't have anything. You need to have something greater than yourself. Money, of course, you know, it would be naive to say that money is not helpful in life because it's always sure. great to, to have comfort and good things around. It gives you opportunities to travel, explore, and do things. But it is not the, it shouldn't be the focus. It's not wow. the answer. The answer is only within. The exploration of ourselves and doing something that allows us to find fulfillment, do something greater than ourselves. And that's what I think is the only way to, to do something positive, worthwhile in our, in our, in our lives. What a great message. Well, it's, it's interesting listening to your, your sharing, Michaela, because I think back to, and Craig knows this, in my past life, I was a lawyer and I was a very successful lawyer. I was, I was successful at every layer of being a lawyer. <laughs> Money, had my own business. I was yeah. running, I was doing everything. And I had something most lawyers didn't. 
I actually had a life too. <laughs> I had beat the system. I wasn't working the hours they were. Yeah. And there was something missing. Yeah. And I realized looking back at the time, I realized I just didn't like doing it, mm. but I was good at it. And so yeah. what I, one of the lessons I learned is I thought things were okay until I decided to quit. And then I realized I was miserable. Mm. And a few years ago, I was speaking at a, an event and I was sharing with the audience how I went to this retreat now 11 years ago and it changed my life. And someone said, what would have happened if you hadn't gone to that retreat? And no one had ever asked me that question. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why it hit me in that moment. I was very vulnerable and I started to tear up. And I said, if I had not gone to that retreat, I would either be dead or I would be living a completely empty life. Wow. And I had never thought that before. So I had never consciously got to that moment of that bottom, but somewhere in there I did. Yeah. I just didn't know I did. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's still true for me. We all need that. We all need that moment. We all need that something that allows us to yeah, kind of open up our eyes. Because once you're involved in what you're doing, as we said before, you know, it's, it's hard to consciously leave everything behind and make a change. So you do need a moment of clarity, which hardly ever happens in everyday life because as long as you are within your comfort zone and wrapped up in your sense of securities there is no need for that so even if you're uncomfortable you still stick to what it is you know there's there's there was a monk a buddhist monk that a few years ago did an interview and he, he made this this example that is very fitting to what you're talking about and he talked about humans as crabs as lobsters, what crabs, crustaceans. And it's like, you know, every crab comes to a point where his shell become, becomes small, right? And he has the option <laughs> to stay within his tight shell and be miserable, but be, be safe, right. okay, unquote, be safe. Then take the risk, break the shell, be vulnerable for a certain amount of time, be uncomfortable, being pain to develop to start from a soft shell to eventually grow into a bigger shell and allow himself to grow to a higher self to a bigger self so i think humans especially our societal trend right now yeah. is holding us back there is no growth there is the growth is seen as you know you always talk about oh don't take that risk it's dangerous you know it's you don't want to do that. Just stick. But even our, our sense of security, securities, it's all false. It's, it's all, you know, it's all made up in our heads. You know, nothing is under our control, really, if we, if we look into it. And so why not share this positive message that you can? I think, Michaela, you really bring out to me that I think about growth in a conventional way. What's the next step? Like Jeff was talking about before where, okay, I'm going to learn this thing and I'm going to develop this way. And it's all up in my head rather than your approach, which is just get rid of all the distractions, find my center. And from there, let, let the tree grow from within. That's, that's absolutely right. 
you put in way better words than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No, you, you did a great job. Oh my wow. gosh. Let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. I've been a Beta Gamma Sigma member for the last 20 years. If you're looking to hire, the right candidate is closer than you think. Beta Gamma Sigma is the International Business Honor Society, exclusively for students at the top of their class in the top 5% of business schools in the world. BGS members are academic achievers, skilled leaders, and experienced problem solvers, and their skills and experience extend beyond the classroom. They hold chapter leadership positions, attend global business summits, complete ethics trainings, and engage in world-class internships with top corporations. When you hire a Beta Gamma Sigma member, you are truly hiring the best in business. For more information, email bgshonors at betagammasigma.org to learn more about how to hire BGS members. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. I, I just love what you're talking about, about this going beyond ourselves. And I think that, I mean... I have had my mind blown today. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> like, That's wonderful yeah, to hear. It's, like, it's a good thing that we're not uh, sharing the video because there'd be like brain matter splattered all <laughs> the video of literally our minds yes. exploding because you've taken some things I knew and some things I'd never thought that way. And the clarity with which you have shared yes. the, the, the delineation between the mind and everything else. Uh, thank I, you. I, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Michaela, for everything you've shared. So, Michaela, we, we always want to give our guests a chance at the end to promote anything particular that's going on for you and your business. Yeah. Well, I, I just recently, um, June 20th, I launched a book called Ultra, Tom Model to Top Ultra Runner, that pretty much goes into depths of, I would say, everything that we spoke about today. Um, you know, start off with, uh, with my funny experience, my fun experience at the Keys 100, um, taken away by an ambulance, my journey coming from Italy, the whole going in depth of the experience in the modeling world with some, uh, I would say, interesting uh, chapters going, you know, in the specific of certain experiences that can be, can be fun to read. And then, of course, you know, sharing some stories and adventures and races around the world, including Badwater, the Yukon and more. But um, yeah, the, the book is available pretty much all, all over. Uh, Amazon will be probably the easiest. Uh, you can also be accessed by um, checking my website, 
which is michelegraglia.com. So my name and last name. Um, and then, you know, if anybody wants to follow my journey, I'm, I'm pretty much active on all, on all uh, social media uh, platforms, but more on Instagram. And my handle is at Mickey, M-I-C-K-E-Y, and my last name, Gralia. Well, we will, we will share all of that, the website, all the ways for people to connect with you. Who are you having dinner with and what's the one question you're going to ask them? Um, because of the, the, the line of thought and the philosophy that I follow, I would do, I would say the Dalai Lama, hmm. you know, I think there's a, I, I, I had the opportunity to listen to him in, uh, in New York back in 2010 when I was in that hmm. pivotal time. Yeah. And so his perspective on life and, um, it, it really changed me. It really allowed me to, to see the world in a different way. It's like, what's the question you're going to ask him? Well, you know, we always, we always wrap our stuff around what's the meaning of life. But I think that, to be honest with you, is what it is the greatest thing that we can do for ourselves and for other people. Hmm. Because I think that will answer the, the first question. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so, Michaela, the question I want to wrap with, with you is you talked about the book that changed your life. Yeah. In fact, you said saved your life, perhaps. Correct. What is the book that our listeners need to listen to or read? <laughs> At this moment in time, I would recommend to anyone Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, I'm not, I'm not sharing anything new. It's a very established, famous, successful book, but and, and I got to tell you, read it at least five times. <laughs> there you go. And not in a row, not in a row. Not in a row. You got to leave space. a few months apart. Yeah. I mean, like, I got to tell you, I'm in my third, fourth read over the past two, three years. And every time I read it, you know, there are certain concepts that we say, you know, you read it through and you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. And then the next time you read, you're like, oh, that's what you <laughs> You know, because it's yeah. those are certain concepts that are the simplest things are the hardest things. Yeah. And once you begin to contemplate a certain thoughts that is, let's say, difficult or at least outside our line of thought, it requires a certain time to be assimilated and then put into action. And the next time, you know, a year or two have passed since I read the last. And once I went through it again, I was like, oh, now I really understand what it meant. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I would say the power of now. <laughs> well, thank you, Michaela. Thanks for all your wisdom. And most important, thank you for the work and the message you're sharing in the world. Absolutely. Guys, it's been a great pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michaela. If you enjoy the Leadership Junkies podcast and you want to grow your leadership, we have a new course for you called Become a Confident Leader. In this course, we will share some of the keys to becoming more confident in your leadership and also to become more impactful. Go to cartavera.com slash confident to find out more. See you on the inside.
The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.